Hey, everyone. Before we get started with today's episode, we wanted to thank you so much for listening and tuning in, subscribing. We couldn't do this without followers and listeners, so thank you for following and listening. This episode, like episode one, was pre-recorded on August 17th, so all the content and the things that we're talking about, that was relevant to that week's events. You can find us on Instagram, MikedUpDE. Subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to your podcasts, and we hope you enjoy this episode. do what we call a district 22 download where we kind of go through the the main things happening this week i know there were some big events that did happen Uh, mike's been fielding endless phone calls and emails about a few different things so mike uh, give us the district 22 download yeah so it wasn't directly in district 22 but you know a lot of constituents were there or driving by it um so apparently this past saturday and every year on this saturday which we didn't really know until after the fact from a flyer that was kind of found but in the investigation but you know was a uh the kirkwood cruise which is really a a way for people to go to the parking lots showcase their cool muscle cars and other cars with their family members i mean we had friends that were in it posted pictures never thought anything of it at the time um but just like most other things in life some bad actors show up and atvs and crazy uh, motorcycles one guy's doing donuts in the middle of kirkwood highway slams into another car video i saw actually said the other car like try to go after him um then there was a bad accident later at night um you know it was kind of a perfect storm of things that took place um because i i feel like on social media at least law enforcement's getting a bad rap about it but um it, it's hard to forecast when you have an event that has no um true organizer of record okay and then you know so you don't really know how big it's going to be you know how big it's been in the past like so when things happen you have to be able to react well they were so short staffed that night because the night before um there was a shooting on 95 hurt some officers and, and the night before that that um, hurt some officers and then uh, a separate incident that hurt other officers and then so they had people they were short staffed already because of jurisdictionally things that were going on and then you know you assess that i think that people see the cops drive by and not do anything but if you really want to think about that what do you want like five cops to go into over a thousand people how's that gonna go mm-hmm. you know I mean, you're tactically not prepared to handle the situation. Right. So, you know, they all go back to base and um, then work tactfully to, to get that done. So um, so they got, you know, three other jurisdictions to work with them and a tactical team. And that's when they were finally able to kind of shut down the roads and uh, shut down the shopping centers. The, you know, part you learn after the fact is the shopping center owners don't even want them there in the first place. Mm-hmm. At least the ones you can talk to. Um, a lot of them are out of state. Some aren't. Uh, one I happen to be uh, friends with, so I was able to give him a call and say, hey, what's going on? Did you know, did, did you approve of it? No, he didn't. Um, but he said, it, you know, it's no different than the 4th of July to him in a lot of ways. People come to your parking lot to, you know, watch fireworks if they're nearby. Yeah. So something he's done in the past is actually hire private security to be there just as wow. uh, to have a presence right? But that's on him because you still want the business owners there. And the business owners were apparently calling the police and 
uh, doing everything. So it was a it was a full storm of things that were happening. I think one of the compounded issues is you see that racing that was happening. Well, since COVID's hit, it's gotten even worse. There's like street racing all the time. I mean, I had one constituent who told me that people actually asked him in one of the shopping centers if he wanted to race. No, that's not so, dangerous at all. So you have stuff. So I guess it's twofold, right? You have uh, intelligence where you can kind of get ahead of it. And then you have moments where mostly like that. Hey, we're just going to roll up and start racing. Yeah. So that's harder to get a hold of, especially when it's statewide. We have less officers than ever. Nobody wants to be, get into policing nowadays. That can be a topic for another day. Sure. But, uh, you know, uh, not as much overtime because of some of those things. Right. Um, you know, the fear that's out there. Um, and and plus, you know, what other types of calls are coming in that night? Where are they? Do they need help jurisdictionally? Um, because depending on what type of call it is, is the traffic violation ever going to get it? Um, you can't necessarily tow the car on the spot either. Right. So um, where's the teeth behind uh, the enforcement? Um that's a long-winded way of saying that we learned a lot from Saturday night. Mm. And I think uh, me and um, your representative, Kim Williams, and Senator Walsh, and Representative Ramon, and several others are, are all committed to, to working together with the state police, you know, getting DelDOT involved ahead of time. What laws might we need to change for certain things like that as well um so we're going to have like an informal working group to, to kind of talk about it and try to help because you know as i was quoted as saying 99.9 percent of you know people were there to do the right thing someone asked me where i got that statistical analysis and i'm like come on man i got it from my head by saying that you know most of the people there literally were there to do the right thing yeah show off their cars that's the two um, bad but there's two always the bad apples that, yeah that roll up you know um so the point is you know we want to be able to protect the folks that are just there to 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 have fun i mean really it was uh if i had to talk about it, it was just you know a bunch of gearheads that were there for uh fellowship and fun with friends and everyone has a hobby you know, I mean, why should we harm that hobby? But it's, it's like the age old story. Like you did something to me in first grade. So now we're all in trouble, <laughs> you know? Um, so we want to make sure we, we have that, that balance. That was the biggest thing. Um, it's summer. So you're not seeing some other things, but other things that we're dealing with right now are the community transportation funding, working on what roads might get repaved this coming up what drainage issues we can help with because um, a lot of projects are still behind from last year. Um, those are the, the big things right now. And then, of course, um, schools. School mm. goes back soon. The biggest thing now is, you know, masks in schools. That is one of the emails I get about uh, the most where uh, through the health emergency, he, uh, the governor has stated that if you're a state employee, you know, healthcare worker, uh, or you're in one of the schools, right? You have to, to wear the mask. Um, and that goes for kids during the day or adults that are coming in and those situations. And I think everybody is, uh, you know, it's become very political, which is a shame that health related things do become political. I do think, uh, the governor could do a better job with the messaging and some of the common sense measures, you know, I mean, one thing I mentioned was, you know, a, 
a lot of folks are, are asking why the vaccine if you're going to then mandate it in all schools, you know, if you were really to show kind of the equity of it, it would have been, you know, we're masking in elementary schools or elementary plus if you have it all the way through or whatever in different buildings and everyone else, it's optional and not a mandate, right? So those are some of the policy procedural things um, that, you know, unfortunately he gets the credit and the blame for. Yeah. Um, so I would encourage folks that, you know, they they should be emailing the governor or talk to the governor's staff and tell them how you feel but try to be respectful about it go into school board meetings and just yelling at people like what happened in brandywine last night that's not the when has that ever affected change i just need to know yeah i just need to know so i don't know try to be respectful i mean everyone's trying to do their best nobody has the right answer for everything either so um and we can all we all feel that frustration we all feel i mean it's been it's been over a year and a half that we've been going through you know talks about coronavirus talks about masks versus not masks talks about vaccine versus not vaccine like it so everybody's feeling that pent-up frustration that we were talking about earlier and and if we can deal with it in a respectful way it moves us forward if we insist on yelling at each other and and just trying to shove our point across them then we're not getting anywhere imagine if people spent as much time trying to stay healthy as they did yelling at other people and arguing about comorbidities and masks and all that other stuff i mean if we spent more time on why vegetables cost what they do but a double cheeseburger costs a dollar you know you know what i mean like if we just focused on our overall health uh more um that actually would help you if you did get covid do much better right um and would help you do better in every other aspect of your life too whether that's your heart or diabetes or whatever it may be so i just feel like we're flipping the conversation to put blame on each other and get mad at each other when you know we we all could take some personal accountability of our own lives too of you know getting away from the screen for a while and going for a walk or getting away and you know i'm not gonna i think it's really funny actually when people are like well i'm never eating this again Okay, no one's saying you can't eat it again. Maybe just eat in moderation. Or so I'll just give everyone an example. Like I, one of my, um, one of uh, the things that I'm obsessed with and has a uh, addiction hold over me is Oreos and milk. So yeah, so it, I just I just love them. I can't help it. But I, I eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day. I'm healthy. It's cheap. Um, and every once in a while, you know, Christy will be like. Oh, I didn't see Oreos tonight. Yeah, it's because I had like eight at lunch, you know. Um, but I make sure that balance. I then won't eat anything dessert-wise the rest of the night yeah. or after a certain time. And I stick always stick consistently to my breakfast and lunch that is healthy and consistent and cheap. into a section now about uh, what's called let's get personal and so mike what's something that you have going on uh, in your personal life you know things that you like to do hobbies uh sure. events what's what's something you have going on that you want to share with everybody? yeah so um not you dave but another friend dave and i actually we signed up to do a spartan beast yeah i won't be doing that <laughs> i know other dave and he's really into it so yeah, that's yeah. Good. well that's like it's like doing it with david goggins so we'll see how that goes but he uh yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Spartan Beast is uh, basically a half marathon run with 30 obstacles 
in between. So if you don't finish the finish the obstacles, I believe you have to do 30 burpees. Uh, so I'll be trying to finish every obstacle because I hate burpees. Um, but that's something personal I'd like to do. Um, I actually love I love to I love to like torture myself and put myself through like pain and suffering because like I feel like you learn so much about yourself in suffering. Um, trust me, I've definitely learned a lot of suffering in other ways, but I think it's. You know, if you just if you push yourself to your limits, it's it's yeah, you're pushing your body to limits, but your mind is what you need to control. If you can control that, I mean, you can do anything. Yesterday, I just decided to do what I would consider like a medieval workout. I put a 20 pound weighted vest on, and I'm doing like fireman's carries with it. I'm doing burpees with it. I'm, you know, doing push ups with it on. I'm uh, carrying dumbbells around my whole yard, doing everything. I mean, then I went for. Uh, one mile uh, run sprint with it on and then uh, did uh, half mile runs in between in my circuit with it on and then do it at two and a half mile cool down so I did five miles total with that thing on um, that's insane yeah it was awful yeah that sounds, awful. Good. That sounds but miserable. I felt awesome when I was done I bet I felt yeah. awesome um, yeah so I don't know that that's my uh, thing I love to push myself um, see what my limits are I feel like um, you know, we complain about COVID a lot, but COVID all, you know, just personally gave me the opportunity to not be in the car for three to four hours a day. Um, so I was able to redirect some of that and, uh, not getting back in shape. I feel like I've been in shape, but it's one of the best shapes of my life for mm-hmm. sure. So, um, you remember a couple of years ago when I tore a bunch of stuff in my foot playing flag football, um, you know. I didn't have surgery on that. I just let it heal. Well, Brayden wanted to, uh, he wanted to start biking around everywhere. And, you know, first you do the walkie talkie thing and then that gets out of distance. And you're like, as soon as it's out of distance, you come back. It's just not like when you and I grew up, I, you know, he can't just yeah. go everywhere. So, yeah. but you know, God bless the kid. He's stuck in the house with us all day. You're, you know, I've become a gym teacher for the most part and, um, trying to explain, you know, trying to give him, I think it's so important not to say no, but to try to meet kids halfway, you know? So I'm like, all right, man, like, I'm not saying no. What can we do? Like, how can we solve the problem? Let's critically think, how can we solve this problem? He goes, well, you don't have a bike, dad, but, um, you know, mom's telling me you were a good runner. Why don't you run with me? And I'm like, you want me to run while you bike? Okay. All right. So I got back into running that way. And, uh, yes, yeah, Mike, Mike can keep up with the bike. That's, uh, that's what, we're well, doing. I can when he's going uphill because he's, <laughs> he's 10 and has the smaller legs, yeah, but yeah. downhill. All right. Wait for me down there, buddy. Um, it was a lot of fun. So it kind of got started that way. And then it's great. You know, new year's day, I did a duathlon with a Peloton and just running. So that's the run bike run. <clears throat> I want to do break 20 and a 5k again, uh, broke 19, you know, um, so I just, I, I wanted to do a thousand pushups in a day after reading this, uh, Jesse Itzler book about David Goggins living with him and being trained by a seal. And I was like, man, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hated pushups. So it was like a mental thing. I had to control my mind to get over that. Finally, I was like, all right, I'm doing like two, 300 a day. Then I think one day I did like 500 and then did five, I did, I forget like three or 400. And then I remember the Cowboys Ravens game was on TV. I vividly remember that. I was like, all right, every commercial break, I'm going to do at least 25 push ups. Well, by the end, I was like, oh man, I'm at 900. 
I got to do it now. But by the end, I'm doing like three a pop before I'm like falling. Mm. My my chest and my arms hurt so bad. Yeah. So that was a cool thing to accomplish. And then, um, you know, I've always wanted to do a Spartan. Um, I got super inspired by uh, Christy. She did a uh, triathlon six months after giving birth. Nuts. Um, that was wild. Yeah. I think my kids actually heard me say the word badass by accident. I didn't. <laughs> But she was. I mean, totally. I don't know. Oh yeah. I was always taught to use the words that best describe what was happening, and right then. I mean, it's just incredible. She she uh, she uh, she trained for uh, for a pretty long time before COVID. I mean, she was like, she was doing t- two classes at Hack and doing uh, like swimming and biking. For for those of you who don't know, another part of um, our story is we tried to have a third child for. Uh, a little over three years we we just could not get pregnant again and you know for those of you that have been through it you know it's you know nothing's filling that void filling that hole which leads to frustration and sadness a lot of other things and uh you know the type of person i am i just want to solve it i want to like i want to be not like her hero or anything right but like all right she's hurting she she has a problem like i want to fix it and um it sucks when you can't fix it It really does you know and so for a while we were like you know like it's not to say we're never going to have another child maybe not right like we need to be okay with that but if um but if we if we do um or if we don't okay but either way like right now let's let's restart and re uh center your energy elsewhere what other goal do you have you know we've been doing this um political thing and and she does she you know she serves too i mean she her and the kids are always doing stuff too we we definitely do it as a family and she was like i've always wanted to do a triathlon and i was so impressed with that answer because she was a swimmer at drummond hill where we belong now but you know she was never like the, the athlete you know um so when she wanted to do it i was just super pumped for her she was just she was in like the best shape of her life just crushing it get pregnant <clears throat> You know, so we find out, you know, COVID happens, the world stops. And like the next day we find out um, she's pregnant. It had been so long since I'd seen a uh, seen a pregnancy test. I thought she handed me her thermometer. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what is this? And I actually kept it in my pocket for like a whole week. I did. I was just like, I was really happy. Yeah, I was really happy. And then, of course, like. You know, for all you betters out there, of course, it was a third boy. We, yeah. I could have told you that. And, uh, you know, so she's a she's a great boy mom, as she would say. She and uh, we have two uh, nieces that are that are girls so sh- and a lot of other nieces through cousins and stuff that are girls. So I think she gets her fix in that way. Um, does she want a girl? Yeah. Troy's so good that, my goodness, I think she could take another baby and be perfectly fine. That kid's so good. But, uh, yeah, that um, that's my long way of saying I'm trained for a Spartan beast because she uh, super inspired me to kind of, um, again, just try to keep pushing myself to the limits a little bit. Dave does that, too. I mean, Dave, for those of you that don't know my friend Dave, uh, he is uh, a machine. He's like, what, 6'8"? Um, yeah. I mean, he looks like like 
Dave, literally David Goggins, the Navy SEAL, running through his neighborhood with like a sandbag over his back half the time. His neighbors must think he's wild, it's you know. Nonstop for um, sure. He actually married a, a girl I went to high school with. Oh, I didn't um, realize he got Yeah, yeah, I went to high school with Eli. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice, like literally one of the nicest human beings. I've oh, they're both. Oh, they're ever both met great. in my my life. Her her dad was my, one of my coaches. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah, he played oh. at Duke. So he made us all wear Duke sleeveless cutoffs. That's before anyone knew what muscle definition was yeah. back then, you know. Yeah. So you we weren't exactly filling that bad yeah, way. He looked great, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, it's just funny. That's like a true kind of Delaware story. But um, he's been he's been wanting to do it too, and he hadn't done it. And so it's in Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. So it's like straight vertical for the most part. It's going to be challenging, but. Um, I was, uh, we were hedging on when to sign up for a while because, you know, he has multiple kids. I have multiple kids. Finally, Christy was like, well, then maybe you, we take the weekend to just do something for you that weekend instead of doing sports like we do every other day. Oh, okay. That, that's an option. So, all okay, right. You know, it. I never really thought about that as an option. Um, so I'm super pumped about it. I think it's October 2nd. So, um, yeah, I'm going to keep doing some wild workouts to get ready for it. I mean, the biggest thing I'm trying to do is like do interval sprints and then try to do something right afterwards mm. just to see how I, you know, can go because the way I'm calculating, it's roughly like 0.48 miles between every obstacle. Oh my gosh. It's going to be awful. God I can't bless, wait. God bless you, man. I this is sponsored by the uh, performance physical therapy in Hokessing. <laughs> All right, it's time for our segment, which is going to be a staple in each episode, but we're going to call this our mic'd up moment, and this is where Mike is going to drop some knowledge, drop the mic, and uh, we'll walk away a little bit wiser, a little bit humbler, and uh, a little bit better for it. So, Mike, take it away. So, mic'd up moment. Uh, how many of you are addicted to looking at Facebook? Not present. Looking at Twitter? Present. Looking at Instagram? Present. How many of you are addicted to it because you have it at our fingertips and it's on your phone? So my challenge to you would be to delete those apps for a full week. What would you do with your time? What would that do for your relationships? Mm. Would would it make you more present? Would it make you a better father, Mm. husband, friend? Would it make you happier? I saw something the other day. It was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn off the news and watch a movie about a serial killer to relax. <laughs> I did see that too. You know, it's like I've seen that. But seriously, I mean, yeah. it, there's so much negativity on the news and in social media. Um, we've given the people unfiltered opportunity to be able to say whatever's on their mind without thinking about it first. It's or, dangerous. You know, needing their opinion to be weighed into something. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen so many. Uh, epidemiologists before. Now I've now in the last couple of days I've never seen more foreign policy experts yeah, than gosh. before. Everyone's so my um, my mic'd up moment would be to challenge would be, uh, you know, to delete those apps off of your phone for a full week to see what we'll do for your relationships, for your time, um, see if it'll make you more present, and see uh, how addicted you are to responding to people unnecessarily, saying things uh, unnecessarily, adding to the public discourse unnecessarily, um, and then just challenge you, how can you use that time to make a bigger impact for you, your family, or your community?
everybody uh, enjoyed it, got something out of it. If you didn't, you don't have to listen anymore. If you did, maybe ask somebody else to subscribe. Um, let us know too in comments section or you know a way to communicate what uh, you'd like to hear about, what issues maybe are uh, important to you, um, a part of my story that maybe you want to hear more about, uh, maybe learn or take away that, that I have out of that. Um, Tell me what part of uh, my labels maybe you'd want to talk about next, whether that's, you know, fatherhood or uh, coaching or, you know, whatever it may be. So, again, uh, appreciate everybody who uh, tuned in. Look forward to coming back and being with you again soon. And for those of you that don't know, I also do commercials. So this is brought to you by Tasty Cake. Tasty Cake Cakes and Pies. All the good things wrapped up in one. And brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear tires and Goodyear service to bring more good years to your car.